Hi, love. So welcome to episode seven of Why Out Now. It's me, your ab fab host, Simeon Taylor. Cannot wait to get into those double figures. So this episode is going to be about getting to know moi. Because I'm thinking, how can I sit here and ask questions to people when I'm not even giving you guys the chance to kind of get to know me a bit more personally? So I gave you the opportunity to ask me questions on the gram. Thank you to everybody that sent a question in. I'm going to try and answer as many as possible. If I don't answer, apologies. Before we start, I just want to say I actually haven't read these questions. My guest here will be reading me the questions straight off the block and I will be answering them straight away. So let's just see how this goes. I'm going to hope for the best. I feel like I'm getting raw, proper raw Oprah. Red table, that shit, Jeremy Kyle. But before we start, if you don't want to get to know me, turn this podcast off right now. So my interviewee today is the infamous little Kim. So welcome back to episode seven. Hey. How's it going? It's all right. Everything is good. Amazing. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, you got your interview voice on, got your suit on. <laughs> suit on, mic on. <laughs> Let's do this. Just stay tuned all the way through to the end because we're going to have a 10 minute relaxation, meditation session. Clear your mind, breathe, become one. Resurrect that bad bitch inside of you. Let's go. DJ, spin that track. First, why did you move to London? Uh, I moved to London to go to university. So I studied, I actually came to firstly study architecture, which was just a no from me. So <laughs> I used to watch Grand Designs all the time. And I was like, oh my God, that's something I want to do. I want to own my own property. I want to do property development. I want to do architecture. It's going to be sick money. But then when <laughs> I came, it was just like, I don't think this is for me. Thank you very much. So I dodged out of that and then I did events and business management. So I moved to the Big L for uni, yeah. Okay, how old are you and do you have any siblings? So I am 26 years old. I have one sister. As of my knowledge, I probably have other siblings out there. But yeah, just one sister. Cool. Nelly. <laughs> do you have any hobbies? Yeah, this podcast. <laughs> This podcast literally takes up so much of my time. But any other hobbies? Started learning sign language, which is actually quite good. Uh, British sign language, but I actually need somebody that I can regularly do sign language with. Otherwise, I'm fucked. It's like French. When you learn French at school, if you don't use it, you should just forget it. So uh, I was about to say, if there's any deaf people out there that want to think, yo. <laughs> but that just obviously goes against everything. So, yeah, pending. Do you speak any other languages? Uh, yeah, British Sign Language, <laughs> English, English slang, Manchester, Manchester slang, <laughs> <laughs> language of dick, that's it. Impressive. <laughs> it is, yes. <laughs> what are some things you've had to unlearn? Have to unlearn? Yeah. I feel like growing up, I kind of got s some sort of bad qualities. 
from my from my people around me in my environment and being not so judgmental is one main thing I had to unlearn and also not being as harsh to people not expecting everyone else's behavior to be like mine because I feel like I get really pissed off when people don't think like me and it took me like a minute just to realize no one's really going to think exactly the same as me and that's cool so don't be angry <laughs> at people that don't and apart from that yeah I mean I still feel like I'm learning there's still so much that I am learning and my last relationship taught me a hell a lot so I feel like we're always going to be unlearning things and learning things learning and unlearning yeah every single person Life you meet long. you learn shit from right yep what's your favorite genre of a book or movie Okay, movie-wise, I like psychological thrillers. And book-wise, the books that I read, the kind of like weird kind of real-life children that get molested or murdered. <laughs> you have <laughs> so Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that I actually really enjoy. People that grew up in foster care and, and people that have been murdered and abused <laughs> physically, sexually, emotionally. Criminality. Yeah, true real-life stories. What popular TV show movies, TV shows slash movies do you refuse to watch? <laughs> refuse to watch? Yeah. Love Island. Why? Because I don't want to be Love an influencer. <laughs> it is oh like, because it's a joke. I wouldn't even waste an hour of my day on that because it's the worst. It's the crappiest crap ever. Like when I watched it one time when I was in Cornwall with the farm, 24 hours, they put the best hour in one do you get what I mean? Yeah. Over 24 hours, they put and the best in one. it's even more, I think, so one. than 24 hours. And it's literally the driest shit. People are sat around a pool, people with, who are absolutely stupid as fuck and have like no drive apart from like having a good body because that's what sells as an influencer on the gram. So yeah, Love Island, I think it's an absolute waste of time. And I have, I was gonna say no respect for anybody that watches it, but that means that I'll have no respect for 80% of my listeners. Exactly. So, so. take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do just like to unwind oh, and watch something that's there but that just has no value whatsoever whatsoever the people don't fall in love people just go on there just to get famous yeah but then there are plenty of shows like that i would even say like all of the housewives of everything is i love the same. i love the real housewives though. yeah but it's the same <laughs> shit it's completely the same shit <laughs> yeah but at least these are already made like they're not on there for motively just to get famous like they're already kind of got themselves set up financially Real Housewives of Orange County. Real Housewives of Atlanta is my shit. I'll be there. I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in public? Okay. Mm -hmm. The most embarrassing thing that's happened to me in public? Mm, I'd probably say like when me and my ex, we was having sex in a field in broad daylight and two people, this guy walking his dogs walked past and it was literally, he literally walked towards us and then he seen us and he was like, swerve! Turned around, there was a woman running and she seen us as well. She's like, oh. I was like, no, this case shit not for me today. No, 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 no. Lord Jesus, no, not today, please. Thank you very much. See ya. And just go out and put the bleach in the eyes. So that was probably the most embarrassing. It was probably one of the hottest things that I've done, but also one of the most embarrassing. Being caught, being fucked in public. But apart from that, I can't think of anything else right now. So I'm just going to roll with that. At least you did were not filmed. Is that? Is that actually someone? Because the other day I was on Instagram and it was, I think, so it's just bite or something posted like someone was having sex in the fields in Croydon. Matters. <laughs> but this is the perfect time to go outside and have outdoor sex. There's not that many people around. Yeah. And I I'd... normally 
don't comment on these things and i was just like yeah exercise that so, yeah i literally fully support that don't we it's liberating it's so good do it and you feel that naughty no. what do you miss most about manny oh one six one manny on the fucking map books him alone <laughs> <laughs> i miss the farm and the friends you know i have all my day ones there. i have all my family there because i have no family in london so all my family's in Manchester. So yeah, it would be my family and my friends. Shout out to Emily. Actually, she asked the question. <laughs> Did she? Of yes. course. Followed by another question. <laughs> when you will move home, please? Please. Um, I feel like next year is probably the year that I'm going to move back to Manny. I feel like where I'm at career-wise is not where I thought that I was going to be when I was this age, which is actually okay. And I've slowly come to realize that. But... For me now, I kind of want some sort of security and for me that is within a property. So I'm considering moving home next May and staying there for a year, saving up on some money, buying a property and then who knows. So summertime next year, I should be in the 0161 ends. I'm coming, money. <laughs> okay, moving forward. What's on your bucket list? Stay safe and healthy. XXX, Agla. <laughs> yes egg last shout out to you number one fan representing love you gal uh what's in my bucket list i don't know about this is actually something i actually not sat and thought about but if you want to talk about places that i want to go i live in la for six months a year i want to la baby la baby malibu gaucho no boo Mm-mm. tofu <laughs> i'll go to australia for three months i actually want to travel around the uk because i think that's something that people don't really do that are born in the UK. You don't mm -hmm. really go travel around the UK, but the UK has so many beautiful places to see and such good architecture. Yeah. So yeah, so many nice cities. So that'd be one. Traveling around the UK is something that I want to achieve by 20, 24. <laughs> <laughs> That's realistic. In the caravan. In a caravan, yeah, imagine. Aww. It's Max and Paddy. Paddy and Max. What's your biggest achievement? My biggest achievement is something very simple. And it's the fact is, Every, everything I have now, I have, I own. I can say, that's me, I've worked for that. And it's like moving out of my family home when I was 18 years old, moving to London, not knowing anybody whatsoever, building up family, working very hard. I feel like I've always been a consistently hard worker. So yeah, I say like biggest achievement is literally just being where I am. And I feel like I'm a very good person. I'm very nice people. I stand for, give what you want to receive. So yeah. <laughs> Your favourites. <laughs> What's your favourite song? What is my favourite song? At the moment, it's Dua Lipa, Levitating. Oh. Absolute banger, Levitating. I'm to play it. Yeah, put it on. Spin that track.
Looking back on summer 2020, this is going to be my song. Didn't we have a summer song of Dua Lipa like two years ago as well? Yeah, it was, it was... Um, along with Calvin Harris. Um, oh, did it go like that? Yeah, along with Calvin Harris, it was like... Dun. It says a lot to me. Dun. Oh! One, One kiss, kiss is all it takes! Fall in love with me! That is it. That is a banger. She's she's fucking sick. And what's sick about her? She's Albanian. Is she? I think that's amazing, yeah. You know, Stereo I represent the Eastern Europeans to the death of me. Shout out to all my Eastern Europeans out there. You're the fucking realist. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Anyway, uh, what's something you like to do the old-fashioned way? I don't know. Something I would like to do the old-fashioned way is date. Like, date old-fashioned. And you know, just like little things when people, like, help you put your coat on and, like, pull the chair out and just, like... Yeah. But what would I do old-fashionedly? Fuck knows. Churn butter. I don't know. <laughs> Just smoke weed old-fashionedly, however they used to do it back in the day. Reefer. Smoke you a reefer. reefer. <laughs> Have a reefer Hey, uh, You say smoke a burner. If not, then drop a gurner. <laughs> um, are you extrovert or introvert? I'd say both because I feel like you know me I love to speak to people I love to talk shit all day long to people like <laughs> even when we go to a supermarket now and I speak to people but when I, I enjoy my own time so it goes up and down like when I'm out I, I can speak to anybody happily but when I'm at home I kind of like enjoy my own time and yeah. in my own little space yeah I would say you're more extrovert rather than introvert because introvert is a person who is also like in social gatherings they like to be more alone and stuff and honey, you don't like to be alone and you like to be the center of the attention. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, but do you know what? When you say that, I don't. I feel like when people say you're center of attention, it's like, look at me, look at me. But I feel like I'm not like that because... No, not in a bad... I'm not saying in a bad way, like, look at me. I'm gonna... I'm just gonna do a lab dance now. No, yeah. Like, I wouldn't... I, I hate all eyes being on me, but I would happily speak to anybody. You know what I mean? I yeah. speak to people confidently in a comfortable situation. Yeah, and I'm not saying in any bad way or anything. I think so. It's also because you're quite loud. <laughs> yeah, because I don't actually speak loud. So some Woo! people are like, especially when I'm like having some sort of like Drunk. argument, everyone's like, you're so aggressive and that annoys me. Like, I'm not being aggressive. Like I'm literally, I just speak loud. so aggressive. <laughs> Sometimes I think he's going to hit me, guys. <laughs> Quivering in the corner. Stop. Don't do it. Call police if you remember last time. Call the police. <laughs> we shouldn't joke. But we do. Anyway. Next question then. Come on then. Yeah. What's next? What is your favorite movie? What is my favorite movie is Blood Diamond. With DiCaprio. With Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Yeah, I think it's an amazing film. I love it. So sick. Solomon. <laughs> I just love all the DiCaprio movies. Each and every. Okay. Are you single and ready to mingle? Oh, I'm single. Yes, I am newly single. I, unfortunately, I broke up with my ex. I still have a lot of love there. Am I ready to mingle right now? No. I'm not. So I am single, but not ready to mingle right now. Pending. Have any books you read changed your life? They wouldn't say it changed my life, but changed I feel like it, it kind of like made me understand a bit more of who I am and the things that I was thinking is okay. And it's Straight Jacket by Matthew Todd. Basically, he is the author of Game Times Mag and he's the author of this book. And he just speaks about like coming from like a small town and moving to London. Obviously, like I feel like I've got a lot of gay people moved to London because it's more like accepted. There's a bigger community. 
and it's also escaping the life that you had. So he goes through like all the emotions that you go through, not only just moving to a big city, but also growing up, being gay, in the media, uh, religion, society. So it's a really good book. Every single person in life has their own little issues. So I would recommend anyone reading it actually, not even just gay, just anybody read it. Yeah, it kind of made me accept who I am a bit more. Okay, um, what's the first thing you notice on a person? It's actually two things. So the first thing I notice is shoes. I don't know why, this is something I realise myself when I'm sat on the tube, when, before I even look at somebody's face, I just look at the feet and then I look at the face. When someone has nice shoes, I'm like, hmm, let me work my way up. And I'm like, wow, hmm. Wow, but if someone has shit shoes, I'm just like, oh, shame. I'm really judging people's shoes. And then it's eyes. I love dark features and nice eyes. Or just like. Dark features and eyes. Kind eyes, as Radu says. <laughs> so dark eyes or kind eyes. No, both. No, I mean like dark features, but with blue or green eyes. Or just people that have nice, welcoming eyes. You know, when you look at someone and you're speaking to someone and you just connect in the eyes and it's just like, they have such nice, warm eyes that you just can look at and you get a warming feeling. I'm all about the feels. You know that. All about the feels. I feel those shoes. I look into your eyes. I like it. <sighs> what would be your death row meal? We had this conversation. Me and you, well, remember? Well, Liv, I'm really sorry, babe. You haven't listened to all of the podcasts. And you... How fucking dare you? How dare you? And I wanted to shout you out. You had good questions. You just say you bitch, you're... but you didn't want to say that. Now you're fine. I would never say. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, shout out to because it's a birthday today. And it was also Emily's birthday on Saturday. So shout out to you, my favorite Manny gals. Actually, bet love for them, my day ones. Um, what would be my death row meal? Steak, chips, tomatoes, roasted on the vine, mm. some peppercorn sauce, a little bit of peas, petit papua. For starters, if you actually can go in for a starter as well, I would have sashimi. Sashimi is my ting. From Nobu. <laughs> or Ivy St. Paul's, they do banging sashimi as well. Um, Nobu. And for dessert, I'd have sticky toffee pudding with custard, or jam roly poly, or cornflake cake. Oh, remember cornflake? I'd have cornflake cake from like you had at primary school. Cornflake <laughs> cake and custard with that jam tart and crust. Can't relate. Fuck me now. <laughs> I think so. This is a question that really a lot of people want to know. So I'm just gonna no. shout out. Am I gay? Yes. Yes, I am. No. How big is your day? <laughs> you want to know no it was emily shout out how's her best friend asking me how big is your dick but i know she would have said it like this how big's your dick because she would have said it as a joke how big's your dick well uh and we're speaking hard it's probably around seven inches something like that centimeter sorry i don't speak inches no i want to say i want to say i've got a massive dick but i want to say i've got a small dick because i've got like a nice sized penis people always looks say, nice oh, you've and got... briefs <laughs> guys <laughs> come over so I will take credit for the fact is people say, oh, you've got a really nice head. Your penis head is really nice. Thank you. Never said that, guys. Yeah. I don't know who's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Not a question, but wanted to let you know you're my inspiration alive. XOXO. That is amazing. Thank you so much. Um, Hit me, baby, one more time. Come on, then. Next country you want to visit and why? I'd say Lithuania because we had Lithuania booked yeah. to go this weekend which we can't go to because of the situation because it's your birthday and i feel like a lot of eastern european countries uh, the way they're represented in english media is that they're like gypsies dead like 
communist and it's all run down and everyone's rude and it's all grey and everyone smokes. And the reality is like Romania, Lithuania, Poland, they're absolutely beautiful countries and I feel like they're not given enough credit and I don't understand why travel agencies are not paying to have advertisements like you know Dubai paid all these like influencers and Saudi Arabia paid all these influencers. We don't have the money. True. So guess what? I am going to step in for the embassy and I am going to advertise these countries to be the best that they are because they're fucking sick. There's so much more greenery, you know, in Poland, in Lithuania, in Romania. It's absolutely Romania. amazing. <laughs> Romania? Romania? Real Housewives in New York? Come to Romania? So, yeah, I think that my next place I actually want to see is Lithuania. But after this whole situation, I want to be on a beach and I want to be surrounded by my friends and I just want to have a drink and just give no shits and just have a good time. So, I feel like somewhere like Croatia, somewhere like Spain, where we can just go for like a four or five day quick holiday is going to be sick. Next. Oh, Who is your favorite Norris sister? Who's my favorite Norris sister? Brooke. Be careful. That's who. So, <laughs> whoever asked me that, was that Ella or was that Alexi? Was that Gail? Alexa. That was Lexi. Hey, it's Brooke. Sorry, gals, it's Brooke. Gail, you are a top babe and you've raised absolute great daughters. Your thoughts on Arbon. 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 Okay, so we're going to go with my thoughts. And this is all that I know. So I don't have much information. So basically, it's similar to, you know, Avon. Like when, you know, Avon, you know what I mean? Avon. When, back in the day when your mum used to sell Avon. Someone was, someone was knocking on the door and it was like, hello, Avon. Or like, you answer the door and your mum like, if it's Avon, tell them I'm not here. I owe her 20 quid and tell them I'm not here. So you're like, hi, you're like, oh yeah, I'm just coming for your Avon money from your mom. And the car will be running on the drive, like on the street, the car's still running with the door open and her husband's there waiting for her. So it's like that. Okay. I think it's it's like, um, Arbonne is like a uh, website. So it's kind of like Avon where people buy products from them to sell. Okay, cool. And to be honest, I don't think, I think it's an absolute waste of time. I wouldn't recommend anyone get into it because it's a money pyramid at the end of the day. Yeah. So people pay to be a member of their and then they pay extra money. So there's like six different types of members. And you start off with a white member, you pay 20 pound. You white wanna be color. a yellow member, which means you get more percentage of your sales. You pay like 25 pounds. So it, the more money you pay to be a member, the more percentage of the sales that you receive. Mm. But at the end of the day, you're paying like 20 pound for a bottle of shampoo that you then need to sell to make profit. So basically the whole website's making so much profit. Yeah. And then they're emailing people saying, Oh, you, you're gonna, your accounts can get suspended unless you buy more products. So people are left with pretty much in debt. I think it's absolute waste of time. It's absolute stupid. Do not get involved in it. You'll see it on Facebook. They promote a lot on Facebook. It's like the first company to run purely on social media. Oh, is it? So basically, I've never seen it. Yeah, you never seen it. You won't see it because Shit social media. Though. It's primarily American and it's Swedish and it's just been brought over here recently as well. So a lot of people are getting involved in it, but I wouldn't recommend it whatsoever. You're best off investing like that pyramid scheme where they say put twenty pound in and then you want to get also all rotated and you get like hundred pound back or something like that. Don't get involved. It's a people. It's targeting people that are in a low income and they feel like they have nothing better to do. I'd rather actually sell drugs than go to Airborne. <laughs> the return is if you if you want money. I want money. Sell drugs. If you don't, I am not pro selling drugs. <laughs> but I'm saying, if you're trying to make ends meet and you're that desperate, sign on for benefits. 
I will devote my taxpaying money to you. I really do not care. Don't go to Airborne. I'd rather you sign up for benefits than you fucking go to Airborne. That would be hilarious if the person who asked that is actually dealing it and just like, oh, would you like to buy some? Well, that's my thoughts. How you get so fine? <laughs> I'd like to thank my mum because my dad so i'm actually gonna give you a bit of background information about my dad i never seen my dad in my life whatsoever i seen him i wasn't raised by my dad i was raised by my mom and at the time i had a stepdad and i seen my dad once when i was like 11 years old he picked me up from my house he took me to manchester he bought himself a tie he bought himself a cd when remember we went to hmv he, he took me to mcdonald's he bought himself a happy meal he took me to his house he was like oh meet my dogs blah, 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 he took me home. There was no sort of like connection between us whatsoever. And I feel like it was weird because I was kind of expecting like, I wasn't expecting an explanation as of why he was never really there in my life. I was yeah. kind of expecting a real effort of like a bonding relationship that you would expect to have with your dad. And I feel like maybe my expectations was too high because I based my expectations on kind of what you're seeing in a movie and what you're seeing on TV because I had no relationship with my dad. Yeah. Like the only father figure I had kind of in my life was my granddad and he is also very he's not really emotional whatsoever so he doesn't really show emotions and he doesn't give emotions but he I always knew he loved me and and I never had like any doubt of him that I had my stepdad when I was growing up which I absolutely hated I despised and I mean despised this is something <laughs> I never told anybody I used to be so angry at him I used to go upstairs and I used to etch a letter into my wall and to spell out I hate and then it was his name yeah like I always just like to my mom why are you with him I absolutely hate him I used to say to him that there's one time I said I hope you fucking die and I would never say that now but like that's as a child that's how much yeah. I despise him like anyway um where was he going with that oh yeah so my dad so basically it was going with my dad yeah so basically I never saw my dad I saw him one time when I was 11 years old he picked me up he took me to Manchester blah 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 that's so random 11 age at the age of 11 just like, yeah oh, I want to see my son 11 perfect time so obviously I don't really know the relationship that was going on before that as well and I don't know whether you're trying to reach out or not to try and see me yeah. and my mum was like okay maybe he's a little bit older now to see him but yeah. I actually don't believe that because my mum said she would never stop him from having any contact with me or seeing me so anyway so i seen him and it was just dead it was fucking the driest like experience i've ever had so he dropped me back off home and then i think it was like two months later he basically used to contact my mum's friend my mum's best friend to contact my mum and say does simeon want to see him so i said we'll just tell him no to call me so he yeah. I remember he called me one time on the phone and he was like hey it's your dad mark he, I don't even like to say his, give him the credit for saying his name. And he was, I was like, he's like, can I see you this weekend? And I was like, no, fuck off and put the phone down. And that's the last time I ever seen my dad. That was when I was 11 years old that I ever had any contact with my dad, right? So then I remember I was in the first year of my uni. Yeah. So I'm now 18 years old, seven years on. And he tried to add me as a friend on Facebook. No way. And I don't know, like, it was just so like, so you never want to send a birthday card. You never want to send a Christmas card. You never want to send any presents. You never want to reach out. You never want to give my mum any financial support whatever over the years, which he never did. And now you're trying to add me as a friend on Facebook. Because that's like, so easy. Cool. It wasn't like, I'm add you as a friend and I'll send you a message. I probably would have respected him more as a person if yeah. he did that and sent that. I still wouldn't have accepted the friend request, nor replied to the message, but it would have shown me a bit more like, 
maybe he's more aware of what actually the responsibility is, but he never even did that. He just added me as a friend. And I was like, fuck that. I don't need you as a friend. Like whatsoever. So I don't need you in my life after all of these I don't years, need you in my life. That... It's not like you was in my life and you left. And I was like, okay, now I'm really hurt. You were just never in my life. Yeah. Therefore, I never feel any loss or any pain or anything like that. I would obviously see people with the dads in public on TV and I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had that like relationship with them with my dad as well i wish i had someone to go to like that and i feel like that's kind of and say it now is so weird because i never actually thought about maybe some of my issues that i have within myself comes from the fact is like i never had a dad but i feel admitting that makes me feel like i've let him in or i've let him affect me in a way and even though it doesn't mean i am less of a person or a weak person no it just, it just feels for me, I never want anything to do with him and I never wanted to give him any credit for anything and I never wanted to give him the respect of a dad and I never wanted to let him be that. So I think I'm just having a therapy session right here, right now. <laughs> I'm actually saying things out loud that is actually like, wow, like maybe that is the reason why you are in a certain way. I feel like... I no, always... obviously it, it impacts on how you're going to be feeling and how you're going to be in your life because from your small age, but... From what I've seen now, like you have really nice fam, like Paul and your mom. Paul is amazing because Paul came into my life when I was 15 years old. Mm. And I have nothing but respect and love for Paul because coming into a family with two kids that aren't yours and at a certain age where I was 15 and my sister was 17 is really hard because you can't go in like I'm your dad. And he fully understood that and respected that. He came in like, you're the man of the house and listen. I get it, I'm just here and all I'm doing is trying to make your mum happy and I respect you. And he came in the right way and and I appreciate that so much. And he's amazing and I'm so glad that, because it took me to get to a certain age to realize that all I want my mum to be is like happy and for someone to support my mum and to love my mum how she should be loved. Yeah. And he also taught me how a relationship should be. Mm. There was times when I would see him treat my mum like absolutely amazing and I was like, I can't wait to treat a guy the same way. I wasn't out, but I was like, you know what? Like he's taught me how a relationship should be and how you should treat people on a regular basis. Like you should give them regular gifts and you should constantly tell them that you love them and constantly uplift them. And yeah, there's nothing that I can actually say. He's amazing. Like I have pure love for him. He's the best person ever. Like I'm I'm so happy that my mum chose him at the end of the day. Yeah. They look really nice together. They are amazing. Notice that. So that was hella deep. Um, Cam, sex question. <laughs> How did it? you lose your virginity? Fucking a guy or getting fucked from a guy? Where, when, name, where was it? What? Written? Which one do you want to hear first? Me getting Hedro- fucked or me fucking someone? <sighs> so Which much I- choice. I like, to give, I like to give you options. Whichever happened first. What happened first? I fucked a guy first. So I was 17 years old. I met a guy on an app. I think it was called Jacked. And basically Jacked. he was from like my hometown. And I didn't realize I was his first as well. I thought he already slept with some guys. Anyway, I went around to his house. His mum wasn't there. And literally we just banged. And then like we banged for a few times. Did you After know that? properly at, the, at that time, like uh, how to do everything? And like, did I fuck? <laughs> I'd never been with a guy apart from sucking a dick <laughs> in, in the toilet sometimes. That was actually it. So I never actually like knew or had friends that I could ask or anything like that. And it was never taught in school. 
But I mean, you put your dick in the ass and make sure it's well lubed oh, and no. just don't go pounding straight away. It's such <laughs> as simple as that. Like as a bottom, it's more psychological as well that you have to think of. If, as it's a top, you just literally just get your dick out, make sure it's wet. Put so it in let's and... know how you became a bottom then. <laughs> You know what? The time I actually came at bottom, it was with one of my boyfriends. I was in the third year of uni. Third year. And it actually annoyed me a bit because he said, you're not fucking me until I also fuck you. Which was kind of like a guilt thing. But I was like, okay, well, obviously I like to have sex. So in order to get that, I also need to let him fuck me. I mean, I don't regret it. I'm not saying it was like a situation where I was like blackmailed, but (laughs) basically... I fucked him first and then he fucked me. And it wasn't that bad, actually. I, pre- no. I prepared. I douche. I even like fucked myself with a dildo just before <laughs> I went round as well to make sure it was like gaping. <laughs> Ready. Straight in there and get it over and done with. But like my ex was the only person that I actually properly enjoyed bottoming for. My first boyfriend who I bottomed for a couple of times. I didn't really enjoy that much, but my ex hauled me out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Thank you for sharing this very private moment. You're welcome. With us. With us. I feel like, you know, when I have like three finalists now in front of me. Yeah. Of the, who's going to be the most America's Next Top Model. Not even. Another That's, show. No, that, that is amazing. Not, uh, why? Like 25th season is just like, shouldn't even happen. <laughs> just... No, back in the day, it used to be everything. Like, do you ever watch it? Yeah, yeah, of Do you remember Jade? She was kind of like yeah, evil yeah. looking, but she was amazing and she was so overconfident. But I used love her so much. This is not America's <laughs> next top best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I can see now Jade, next top supermodel. <laughs> so two things you could change about the world and make it a better place. Um, corrupt government, I would change that. And also equality for everybody. Yeah. That's that. That's that. Okay. What made you start the podcast? Because basically, straight in there, I am sick of seeing people with platforms and they aren't using them wisely at the end of the day. I feel like people, if you have a platform and I don't have a platform, to be honest, I'm only reaching right now my close circle. Yeah. And I was just sick of seeing podcasts that was that you have, like I said last time, no substances and it was just like kind of like one noted and he wasn't really giving anything back and also making people realize. So I was like, you know what? I actually want to start a podcast that not only does it showcase shit that's going on in the world, I want people to listen and be like, yo, this is just like someone that I actually relate to and someone that I can sit down with and I'd have a conversation. It's information that is out there and you can Google that's out there. And I don't want people to be like, oh, like the way he describes his topics is like, you should know this because I'm not expecting people to know this. Yeah. Hence why I'm doing this, this podcast, to let people know this is the shit that's happening in our world. And you and, should research it and, as Yeah, well. and you should be caring because at the end of the day, this is one big world that we all live in. And it's like, and this is something that I say all the time, like when people say you don't have the right to be in this country, who the fuck are you? You don't own all of this land. <laughs> Nobody owns any of this land for starters. Like we're all just born on this piece of land, but we have no ownership there's so much shit that goes on in the world that's so unnecessary and if you could just kind of make someone else's life better on a daily basis and be a bit more conscious of your actions that's it yeah that is literally it (laughs) (laughs) and the last question what is your star sign virgo virgo all the way which actually reminds me let's do some star signs yeah hit me with the 
Ding tune. You are a Libra. Aries. Gemini. And he, call, and he calls <laughs> me a best friend. You call me a best friend now. I don't remember stars. I, you don't even remember mine. What are you? Taurus. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting to that. What does your star sign say about your sex life? So Taurus, April 20th to May 20th. Tauruses are among the most sensual of all the zodiac signs. Mm. Sex is most gratifying <laughs> when they are sensuously stimulated by e.g. food, touch, <laughs> beauty. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Food is a... Food gets you there. Food gets you there. Food play. However, spending money on them can be a big turn on too because they can be a bit lazy. They tend to wait for the sex to come to them rather than pursuing it. But when they're engaged, they're engaged. They require a partner who can keep up with their endless passion. And yes, they are practical. So don't worry. They will have a condom at the ready. You may find them possessive if they like you a lot. Which is kind of true because I feel like one of your traits when it comes to guys is you get attached very quickly too quickly from the penis i feel like you get a good penis and you're like oh i love this guy i love the penis yeah <laughs> not the guy i love the you penis. thing attached to it too unfortunately so i just want to say thank you to everybody that has sent these questions in i hope you get to know me a little bit more if you have any other questions hit me up don't worry i'm not afraid thank you for my interviewee thank you little kim doing the bronx girl proud my co-host who is the palest of the pale Lithuanian girl who loves to drink magnum eat patties and her favorite drink at the bar is ginger beer and spice rum as she pours her magnum with a shot of gin with some iron brew that's how i like my men <laughs> uh moving on to our next topic also make sure you're in a nice comfortable environment a lot of room to lie down and just relax because we're going to have a 10 minute relaxation, meditation session. Just chill, shut yourself off from the world, get into your thoughts, clear your mind, breathe. Welcome to this meditation for beginners. Congratulations on being here. Meditation is one of the most helpful tools you can have under your tool belt to live a better, more peaceful life. All you need to begin is a quiet place where you will not be interrupted. Make sure to turn your phone on Do Not Disturb, or if you can, put it somewhere out of sight and out of mind. Find a place where you can sit comfortably, preferably with your feet flat on the floor and your spine in straight alignment. Place your palms in your lap facing upwards. And gently close your eyes. On your next inhale, begin by breathing in fully, letting your abdomen expand, filling up your lungs all the way to the top of your throat and holding your breath at the top. When you are ready, exhale with a long audible sigh, letting all of the air flow freely out from you. And then again, take another deep, deep inhale, letting yourself enter into this moment by using your breath and holding it at the top. 
when you are ready. Exhale with another long audible sigh, sinking more comfortably into your chair. And one more time, a nice deep, deep full inhale, all the way to the top, filling your lungs completely and holding your breath. When you are ready, exhale with a long audible sigh, dropping into this moment even deeper and at the bottom of the breath, just return to slow, soft, regular breathing. There is a common misconception that meditation means to have no thoughts in your head, to be clear of any thinking and to just be in the moment. And while, yes, being in the moment is certainly a goal of meditation, it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong if you're having thoughts. Meditation is a practice on bringing yourself into the present moment. There's no wrong way to do it. All it is is a practice. And like most things that you practice, the more often you do it, the more you will enjoy it and the easier it will become. The easiest, most simple way to do it is to just focus on your breathing or an ambient sound such as the sound in the background of this meditation. And anytime you notice your awareness drift elsewhere, just let that happen without judging it, without letting yourself get attached to the thought, and then just return your awareness back to your breath or back to the ambient sound in the background. Just let your breathing be slow, smooth, and gentle. Thoughts may drift in and out of your mind throughout the entire 10 minutes of this meditation and that's perfectly okay. Just be aware of them and keep returning your focus back to your breath or the ambient sound in the background. The more you practice this, the easier it becomes for you to quiet your mind. Spend the next few moments practicing returning your awareness to the present moment. Every time a thought comes into your mind, bring your awareness back to your breath or the ambient music in the background. You're doing great. As you continue to practice bringing your awareness back to 
your breath back to the ambient music in the background. You're letting yourself enter into the present moment. When we live in the present moment, letting go of any attachment to fears or thoughts about the past or the future, we open up to a more peaceful way of being. When we let ourselves just be in the present, we have everything we could possibly need. As you continue to focus on the present moment, you may notice your body feeling lighter, your breath feeling softer, You may even feel a sense of peace washing over you. Everything about the moment becomes more and more gentle. It is safe to slow down. It is safe for you to practice meditation. Be proud of yourself for continuing to bring your focus back to the present moment every time a thought enters in. And now begin to bring awareness to the soles of your feet. As you focus your awareness here, you may feel them tingling. That's perfectly okay. Whatever you're experiencing is okay exactly as it is. And allow your imagination to see thick tree trunks sprouting out from the soles of your feet and anchoring deep into the earth. You may see these sturdy roots finding their way through the soil, pulling you in, anchoring you down, taking this peaceful, airy feeling that you've experienced during meditation and bringing it into the physical. Sometimes when we practice meditation, we can feel a little lightheaded. So it's important that before you finish, when you're new to this practice, that you see and feel yourself anchoring back down into your physical body. And when you are ready, begin to bring your awareness to your shoulders as you slowly and gently roll them up and down. Wiggle your fingers and your toes. And as your body comes back online, bring your awareness back to the room around you. 
opening your eyes when you feel ready. Be proud of yourself for doing this work today. Trust and know that the more you do this, the better you become at it and the more it serves you. Why are men like cars that you drive? <laughs> because they pull out before. Wait, let me remember the joke. <laughs> because they pull out before they see anyone coming. <laughs> coming with that other C U M. Coming like the seasoning. <laughs> Ha <laughs> 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 <laughs>